What is up lads, it is the Midnight Kid and welcome back to the Pez Universe Podcast, episode 9. This is going to be part 1 of a special E3 2019 Pez 2020 discussion and this episode will be followed by a special part 2 which will be dropping Monday, I think the 10th of June, so just before E3. So I hope you enjoy it, I'm joined again in the co-host driving seat by Weza, Mr. Reliable himself. And we have a very special guest all the way from sunny Florida. It is the man with the golden voice, Ricky, also better known as the true Brits in the Pez community. What is going on, lads? We'll start with Weza. How are you, Wes? Uh, I'm not too bad, man. I'm not too bad. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm chilling in a, in a. It's, it's mild in the UK, despite it being eleven o'clock in the evening. Yeah, it's proper it's mild. Warm. Uh, but apart from that, I'm chilling in my, uh, in my living room. There, I'm waiting to hear what. Uh, what the true Brits has got to say on things, man. And it's be Ricky, of course, how are you, man? How are you keeping? I'm doing good. Yeah, obviously, Florida is absolutely baking right now. It's uh, it's it's too much, to be fair. But uh, I'm in an office for eight hours a day, so it's not too bad on that front. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to, well, just seeing Pez 2020 in action. I know you're going to E3 and stuff, so that's yep. going to be a, a pleasure yeah, to see. Yeah, I'll be trying to do my best to represent as usual. But, uh, and and yeah. probably steal some copies whilst he's there, knowing him. I'll steal, yeah, I'll steal everything that's not fucking tied down. Like <laughs> last year, pads, everything. Anything I can get my hands on. But um, yeah, we're going to jump straight in, obviously, tonight because of the time difference. It is quite late here, so we're trying to... We're trying to go, We're actually going to give Ricky mostly the floor tonight. Um, and because this is his first time on the podcast, and you're probably sick of listening to me and Wes now going on about everything. But Man, obviously... That'd be good fun. Huh? <laughs> it's been good fun to listen to. to be yeah, fair, that's true. But... That's true. But uh, yeah. Ricky is obviously you're you're like a massive like master league player, um, which is Huge, a welcome change yeah. for most of the my club my club sweat and stuff that most people play. Um, I suppose we'll start with E3, which is going to be our topic this week because next week I will probably be. You might be on your own next week, Wes, actually, because I'll be preparing, and then the week after will be E3, so we'll have all the fallout of that news. These, um, these big shots, everyone. These big <laughs> shots. They go over to. They're going over to game conventions, and they're just going to leave, leave little old me with a podcast. Yeah, you can host it by yourself for once if you want. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, we're going to jump straight in, I suppose, and I'm going to ask you, uh, Ricky. Like, what are you expecting out of E3 this year from Konami with PES 2020? Well, I mean, obviously, last year I think what did they show the gameplay, which is obviously uh, they have to do that. They've got to show some sort of. Uh, progress of what they've done from 2019 to 2020 um yeah i think for me mainly i want to see that they've i don't think there's going to be a new game mode honestly it would be a a miracle not you know with the current engine they have they'll probably wait to show more of that you know next year the year after whatever they're working on but Mm. i personally would like to see you know some sort of master league to show that they have enhanced it they've gone you know, more realistic. I still feel like the transfers are, you know, they're just not where they should be. The salaries all over the place. Mm. Uh, there's plenty for them to work on. I just, I want to see Master League in a little bit of depth. Don't show it all, obviously. Reveal some, uh, and then obviously show some gameplay as well, uh, which obviously you're probably going to get a chance to play it. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. And if you do, that'd be fantastic but i just i just want to i think everyone just wants to see the gameplay i mean mm. that's what you, you watch e3 and you see trailers and trailers and trailers and it's like okay i've seen enough trailers where's the gameplay now let's yeah. see some actual action so yeah i, th- I think uh, it'll be it'll be good fun i think konami will have something up their sleeve yeah i think I, like last year when we got there 
we literally like I just went upstairs and straight in there's like about 15 TVs just set up like they have like a PC like a high end really high end PC and it's running on that and then there's PS4s and Xboxes and stuff and then they just literally just go in and you can just sit down and play like as much as you possibly want um and it's just like match you know it's just obviously 1v1 or 2v2 or whatever but i'm expecting this year even though like last year they showed a lot of like on the live stream and stuff like we just played like raw footage and stuff i think yeah. this year they actually might show like would you like to see them go into modes and stuff or are you just talking about showing more depth in the gameplay rather than just match after match uh yeah uh, that's the thing i don't think they're going to show too much what with e3 obviously you've got gamescom coming out in august yeah uh, or is that september it's One august or the other. yeah it's august yeah so they're gonna probably show most of it then i think they'll probably stick to the same scenario of last year of showing a lot of gameplay mm. but if they're going to show gameplay then it has to be like you know it's not well it's not going to be mind-blowing because they're using the same engine yeah but it's got to be the next level that people want to see i think one thing for me that they've lacked a lot recently is like player id mm. even team id has kind of gone down the pecking order a yeah. little bit um you know certain players have it i'm playing around madrid master league and tony crows is a, a joy to play with mm. i mean he's just phenomenal spraying the ball all over the pitch yeah, he, he's a difference maker in the in the match. Whereas other players, it's they seem to have lost their way a bit. Uh, but yeah, I just want to see some gameplay, solid, different teams. Obviously, they're going to show any licensed teams that they have. They may announce uh, extra licenses that they have. They they've lost. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you'll have to feed us all with the how well it plays. Mm. You know what? Response. Let me know how the response times are, Barry, please. Yeah. <laughs> I will, I will, them. I will. <laughs> but like what about yourself, Wes? Are you kind of expecting a similar thing to Ricky there? Um, I think I think for, for, for me, I think my my expectations of it I've I've kind of set lower this year than it has been for the last couple of years. I mean the you know the, the quote unquote hype train hasn't really taken off yet. Yeah. And even if it has taken off, a lot of people aren't really buying into it as much. I think it's the first kind of year where I've kind of seen people actively go, look, we're actually really gonna hold off on this and we're mm. gonna wait. Yeah. Um you know, myself included. And I think I think that is a kind of a sign of the times really. I know that obviously normally there was the I think last year there was the teaser trailer before E three. The teaser trailer last year was uh, out like early, early May, yeah, as far as I remember. It was out, yeah, and then and then it went to E3. Whereas I think this year, Konami took the step of okay, we're probably not going to release anything before E3, and we're just going to try and make a splash there. Mm. I think for me, I'm just looking for for them to make an impact on on the actual game floor. So like you know, it's it's okay getting the attentions of like kind of like Twitter and you know getting hits on YouTube and Facebook and all the rest of it wherever they want their hits for their news stories, but you need to land with the consumer because at the moment the consumer you know in consumers we you know i see it along my timeline that people have gotten to a stage where they're like this is not this is not good enough so yeah. I'd, I'd like to see a step up in and kind of to ricky's point in the realms of what they can do mm. you know because if they're going with the same game engine then you know they are they are going to be quite restricted to what yeah. they can do but you'd like to see know, a hit like that it's not the talk of e3 but that it's one of the talking points of that it has yeah. more of a presence, like word of mouth, kind of say, to say. Yeah, yeah, the you know, like, and 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 that the stages of the game kind of you know trans, uh, transfer to the actual release yeah. rather than it being, you know, the typical oh we get the beta or we get a demo and it's awesome and then we get to the final game and it 
it's something's wrong or something's different or you know this is wrong or mm. that's wrong. You know, it needs to be kind of I don't know, maybe better tested. Yeah. To make sure that the game is actually ready for a release. You know, yeah. I'd quite like to see just a more polished product at E3 because mm. at least then you've got the confidence to go. Okay, well that's 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 going to be the end product pretty much. Do, uh, Ricky, yeah. do you think the fact that they haven't like showed anything? just to get your opinion on it, they haven't showed anything mm-hmm. yet. And as Wes said, that they're kind of, instead of trying to get the hype train going early as they were last year, they're basically, do you think that they're, that they're, that that's a confident type move that they're saying, we know we have something good here. We're just going to wait for E3 to actually surprise people. Or do you think it could be a thing that they don't want to show anything until they're sure enough that it's going to hit the mark? Yeah. I mean, We've all seen how it's panned out in the last couple of years. I mean, look at, you know, obviously EA and the way they promote FIFA. Mm. They, they wait late and people don't care. If you're hyped for a game, it doesn't matter if you hype it a month, three months before, two weeks before. If you see something that good, then obviously you're going to want it. Mm. Um, so I, it probably is a smart move of not releasing anything for the time being. I really think they, they need to put out... What they need to showcase basically is this. They put out a match at E3... And from the get-go, as soon as you see it, you see a completely different presentation. Mm. It's not the same recycled thing that we've seen the last decade. It's seriously, it's it's so boring. Mm. It's seeing the same thing over and over again. Like, mix it up, make people look at it and go, "Wow, is this really PES 2020?" Is this? Mm. Yes, it is. But they've actually spent the time. And presentation isn't massive, of course, it's not. Gameplay is going to be the, the the brains of any any kind of game, but presentation is still important for many many people you know pez has always been a game about offline obviously they've gone more towards the online route because that's where the revenue comes from but they still have to show something at e3 that says we've worked solidly on this i mean they did say mass league was like a three-year plan i believe yeah so this would be the second year second year of master league yeah the second year right yeah so we'll see what exactly they've done but you know we've also had like you said a lot of talk before and it doesn't really get through and as wes says the hype sort of dies down i think if you're gonna make a promise then stick to it yeah but yeah, they need to show something out the gates at E3, and you'll know as soon as you play it. Yeah, you know that this is a special game, and that hopefully they don't, you know, butcher it up. Yeah, um, throughout the, ha- course it, of the next it, few months. It is. It's it's very hard because even last year, Ricky, I remember talking to you. I remember we did kind of like a Q and A Q&A type conversation thing, mm-hmm. and I was yeah. in the hotel the first. I could have been the first day I played it, and like it's very it's hard. A good hit on that video. Yeah, it's very hard to. It's very hard to get like it's it's like it does feel different because like i've obviously played and we've all played like all the three of us have played you know hundreds of hours of pez different modes and whatever and when you do pick it up at the start it is it is a new like it does feel so different but you're playing it in such like like a different environment than you'd normally play it at home that like it's very hard to like put what you're playing in a vacuum and not get carried away with the fact that you're playing Pez three or four months before it comes out, you know, that kind of way. I mean, for you, Wes, obviously, because you're more of an online player, like, we're not going to see online at E3, obviously. Like, we're not going to see mm. my club or any of that sort of gameplay. Um, do you feel like that the gameplay has suffered this year, like, with patches throughout the year? Or do you think that it's, like, has it gotten better every, like, patch? Has it gotten worse? Or is it somewhere kind of up and down or... Well, I, I chucked out a tweet this morning to, I wouldn't necessarily say to kind of, or to kind of express something that I always see is that whenever a data pack gets released, obviously day of recording is, is when the data pack got released. And 
normally you'll see tweets of oh the gameplay's changed or something's changed and then you'll get another half of people going mm. oh well why ha- why haven't they changed the gameplay and mm-hmm. I-, I think personally sometimes when they'll say like oh we've done you know they'll have like a very nondescript type of line at the bottom <laughs> going oh we've we've done bits to vet you know to various vary gameplay, the game yeah, yeah. and it's like you could go into a bit more detail there and, and actually say what you've done because you know obviously looking over the fence ea you get patch notes you get a full list yeah. of mm. Absolutely everything they've done, which to be fair to Konami's credit, they got better with this year because obviously last year it was very nondescript. A patch, uh, you know, a, a data pack would come out and you wouldn't know yeah. exactly what they'd done yeah. and you'd have to pretty much go through and dig. Whereas now you at least get a list of all the player faces, you get a list of we've done this, that, and the other. But when it comes to the gameplay stuff, they, they, they obviously need to be a little bit more clear with that. I think in terms of gameplay wise this year, it, it's it, it swayed more to not really being a skill gap anymore like you know it's it, it seems like that has just completely narrowed you know like i said i've said on previous podcasts you can go in and play a 400 rated opponent get beaten six nil mm. and you could roll up to a 2000 rated opponent beat them seven one you know it's like there's no you know it just depends on what day it is sometimes mm. um just to touch on um, kind of Ricky's point in terms of you know every game looking the same. I think really what they need to do, and but this is both for online and offline, they just need to add a bit more. You know, add an atmosphere to the game. Yeah. Because when you're when you're playing online my club or you're playing online divisions, you're hearing the same crowd noises, the same crowd chants. You're in sometimes the same stadiums. Whereas you know you look back at historical content, uh, you know as we see the videos pop up on timelines and whatnot, and you've got flares going off, mm. you've got confetti cannons going out, you've got trophy <laughs> lifts, all that stuff. Yeah, and it's like, geez, it, you know what? And and the amount, and Ricky will obviously be able to say this as well. You know, with PC, you've got the the ability to put patches in left yeah. and right to do all different types of things with it. So. It, yeah. it, it, you know, there's a dimension of atmosphere that needs to be there. Yeah, uh, you know, if they were to come out and go, or... "Hey, we've," yeah, if they were to come out and go, "Hey, actually, we've revamped the atmosphere." So now, like the sponsor, you know, like goal goes in, you know, and then in the away, it cuts to the away fans, and they've all set flares off because they've, you know, scored in the derby. You know, mm. or just some, just something, just different. Um, and I know that's very easy for us to say, is to sit here and go, "We just want something different." Yeah. But you know, atmosphere, I think, and and kind of. Um, you know, pulling you into the game so you feel like you're at a game. I think that's paramount for a yeah. football game. Well, like, they need variation as well. Yeah. Like, said. like why, why can't you go to a, a stadium, right? Record. Like, if you score in the fifth minute, it's totally different to you scoring in the 92nd minute. Mm. Yeah. You know, have a, have a difference between different times in a match. You know, they spend so much time in these stadiums taking, you know, captures and screenshots and everything else. Spend a bit of time on the audio because it does... You know the atmosphere, like Wes says, does make a, a big difference. Mm. Yeah, it's like if I'm playing, if I'm playing Ricky in a Milan derby, for example, he's AC, I'm Inter, and I'm on the away team. I expect that if I'm taking kickoff, there to be whistles before I've even kicked a ball. Yeah, I expect, yeah. I expect, uh, you know, the home fans to be giving my team hell, and then to go completely silent when we score mm. and just hear like a very distant away fans but celebrating yeah. and opposite opposite end of the scale is you know if the ball get picked up in midfield i know i've mentioned this about fifa before you know you, you hear the crowd urge you on mm. you know and it's like just even that you know is just something to just kind of go actually yeah this gives it a bit more atmosphere mm. well yeah. there'll be people no. listening to this right and it's it it is a controversial topic because if we want if if we're saying we want konami to kind of focus on those things does that mean that 
Like, are you guys happy with the core gameplay that's been in PES 2019? Like, are you happy with the direction? And I'll let you jump in here, Ricky, because you've played probably more Master League than us put together this year. Like, are you yeah. happy with the actual... I'm not saying that you'd be happy with PES 2020 being a reskin PES 2019 2.0 or anything of that of the sort. But yeah. are you happy with the core mechanics of the game? Um, uh. going in, going into PES 2020 to be able for Konami to concentrate on these non-gameplay between the between the white lines like upgrades, or are you kind of saying okay, that would all be great, but the bigger issue is the AI. The biggest bigger issue is whatever. Yeah, well, how much time we got? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, honestly, I mean, you know what? Someone made a, a good point. Uh, on one of my videos the other day because he was saying I was making excuses but I was saying that PES 2018 was too easy and PES 2019 is is almost like scripted at times against the AI yeah and and it's not me making an excuse but that's how it kind of feels like for me top player and below is a waste of time mm. I, I I mean I'm not the best player in the world but I don't find it a challenge to play on those difficulties now they may be a little bit more realistic but the AI is just at times dumb they just mm. run off yeah um this year when the game came out i mean we had the low cross bug everything was a low ball mm. the only way that ai scored it was a nightmare uh the goalies didn't come out they stayed on their line you could literally walk up to them they fixed a few of these but still you know they're lacking with the ai shooting from distance they don't do it um they still score the same way time and time again it's like the core gameplay is decent, you know, and I still, for the love of me, can't play FIFA. Mm. I just think the game's terrible gameplay-wise. It's just boring. And Pez is a little bit more excitement. I enjoy it more. So the core gameplay's there, but there's still problems. And, and this is why, you know, like you said about a beta, why can't Konami do something like that? Let us play the AI and give you feedback so that you can go in there and tweak it all the way up until launch, post-launch, you know, and get those problems addressed because, you know, playing a mass league with the same AI against doing the same things over and over again, it's boring. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. It's like anything. So the core gameplay is there, yes, but there is still issues like any game, but if they can address them, then, they, yeah, they've got a good stepping stone for uh, PES 2020. Because mm. I saw a lot of people kind of it's 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 kind of a good point to go back to when people are talking about you know older pez games and stuff like that and how they'd actually how they'd actually stand up to nowadays if you were to put it beside pez 2019 hmm. like i don't i'm of the of the impression that i don't think something like pez 2013 is going to stand up to pez 2019 and i know when you think back at pez 2013 no. that it was it was a great game at the time and the master league was very very good and it was it mm -hmm. was a decent game and it was more passing. I think Pez fifteen was very passing based as well, like it was slower base and stuff. Um but like are we I think we're in a position now where, as you said, Ricky, the core gameplay is it's 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 good, but it's not like it's not great. Like yeah. to the point where they definitely can't just sit back and say, Right, we have the game locked down now like say something like Call of Duty where okay, we have our shooting mechanics, we have the way the guns handle the movement now we just need to add new levels for next year or whatever and it's it's pretty much a reskin you know yeah. on and on um like do you find playing against the ai like tedious even 
even when you when you're playing as different teams like you've obviously played with different teams throughout your youtube uh series and stuff when you're playing with madrid at the moment like do you still find that you're buying the same types of players because you know that they're the type of players that suits the gameplay yeah i mean well obviously i don't that's the thing with me i don't pick teams that i don't think anyone's not going to watch so mm. i don't really you know a lot of people are like oh why don't you play with you know a championship team how many people are going to watch it yeah like I'm someone sorry, absolutely shit there. like Villa or someone Aston Villa. Or uh, excuse, Ooh, excuse, me, excuse me, excuse me, we're Premier, Premier League bound now. Thank you. No. Thank you. That's true. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, like you know, obviously I play with the better teams, but yeah, it's 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 difficult with AI. I mean, sometimes I'll enjoy it, sometimes I won't. Sometimes I'll play against them and they'll. It's hard to describe, but I'll just. I'll slow down my game. Like you could abuse the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. could play tick attacker night and day all the way to the other side of the field and tap it in or score. But it's like, then it's just the same shit over and over mm. and over again. So yeah, some games are better than others. You obviously the rival, I think the rivalry and the Derby matches are, are brutal. I mean, they, I think they really need to tone them down a little bit because it's like you play a normal match against the lower opposition. Then you play Real Madrid, Barca, and you've got players taking you out left, right, and center. <laughs> you've got no time on the ball. I mean, it's it's like the game goes apeshit yeah, it's hyper. on those on those derby matches. So <laughs> refine them, maybe. Mm. Um, but yeah, buying the same players, it's yeah, it does come a little. I, I mean, how long has the game been out now? Ages, Ages and, it, and yeah. it does get a little bit, you know, ten months boring. Yeah, but you like know what that's I mean? that's the thing that like when obviously you don't you've obviously played my club, but you're not a massive my club player. But like. Yeah. You've come up against teams, and Wes, you've come up against teams, and I would say that ninety percent of people that are still playing my club have either featured Van Dyke or featured Koulibaly in their defence. Like it's just because they're just so dominant, or they have Cristiano Ronaldo up front, or they'll have you know Aubameyang up front or whatever. You're not going to have a player like say Hazard or Messi because the game doesn't really suit those types of players. At least in my opinion, like Hazard and like, like Pez League. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, and you've obviously everyone picks Arsenal, man. Speaking Jeez. of Pez League, you are you are the expert, obviously, on Pez League as well. It's a nice segue in. Like, is that something that is that something that's kind of like? Would you like to see it mixed mixed up a little bit so that there's more reason to pick different teams rather than just having a dominant player up front like Aubameyang or Mbappe? Well, it's because of stat balancing. So they, they nerf and they boost the stats for all the teams, for all the matches. Yeah. That's primarily why everyone picks Arsenal, because Aubameyang is massive and he's strong and powerful. Mm. I, I If they got rid of stat balancing in Pez League and just said to everyone, look, pick a team you want to play with, mm. I think it would be more... Um, I think it'd be more fun. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't see the same teams, even if they're not licensed. I don't know if they're allowed to do that or not, but I still think it would be a lot more varied. I don't know if Wes does agree, but I feel like, yeah, everyone picks Arsenal because of the stat balancing in it and it just becomes kind of samey. Mm. I, I can interject there with, with a couple of points. Um, in terms of uh, the, uh, you know, the stat balancing, before the stat balancing mode of Pez League, it used to be open season. It used to be you can pick who you want. Yeah. Oh, the issue it? the issue that it became though was is that I, I think it was the first UK fun I went to in 2016 and of a 32-man field, 29 teams were Bayern Munich. Mm. This is back when Bayern Munich were licensed. Yeah. Uh, 29, mm. 29 people, and there was only two, I think it was two <laughs> PSGs, and I was Real Madrid. As Ricky pointed out, if you've got a Bamiang who, okay, his pace gets nerfed a little bit, 
but his physical stature is still very good. He's That's quite tall, and his physical and his physical contact still pretty good. You know, these yeah. guys, you know, from a from a from a, a player standpoint, these guys will meticulously go through these teams to pick out mm. little nuances that are better than other teams. Mm. For so showcase. Arsenal, so Arsenal, Arsenal are literally the pick of the, the pick of the the bunch. Yeah. Well, I saw Udinese in South America. Yeah, there are, there are some weird teams that have <laughs> some right. really good stats. There are some really good teams that have some weird stats. Like I, I noticed playing with um, Rangers is that Defoe has actually got. I think he's got eighty six finishing because he's in Pez League mode. It's, it's crazy mm. some of these stats. But <laughs> but like I said, it depends on how much people go into a level of research. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, and we saw it a lot in South America. Like you said, you saw a lot of people with Udinese and other teams. Uh, that that the Europeans don't play with, so you might you know you might get to the world final. You might find you'll get a, a varied a varied selection of teams. You never know. Yeah, it is. It does make for a difference. Like in even even with the with the commentating on it, I'm sure Ricky that it's like how many times can you say and make Aubameyang's name exciting? Like it's it's kind of uh, you know I'd say you how many times do you think you said his name? Oh, I wouldn't even want to count. You know, the worst thing about it was the fact that some before we started, I mean, even co-op, they don't put the names above the players' heads. And the first season, um, was it Elridge picked Hombre? Yeah, Hobro. Hobro. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know these players. You, you almost just, you just wing it. You talk bollocks because you don't know who's on the ball. <laughs> you know, you just, all right, well, we're with this situation. We'll deal with it. But... Yeah, I said I said Aubameyang about I don't even know how many times. I th- I think it would have been at least four digits, at least four digits in probably because <laughs> I was live I was live in the in the in the spectators area and I was like Jesus, there's a lot of Aubameyang going on here. There's a lot of Aubameyang going on. <laughs> oh man, he's a beast, though. In fairness to him, yeah, he was. Well, in, so... in Pez League mode, he is. He's yeah. he's the best striker there is, hands down. But it is something like, do you see? Do you see? Obviously, Ricky, you've been to what you've done three two pez leagues now three three yeah. three so like have you seen kind of like obviously if you're getting more used to it and stuff like are you finding now that you're like are you enjoy, are you enjoying it more now that you're kind of getting into the into the like swing of things and stuff oh yeah absolutely i'm sure wes will agree with me when he you know because he's obviously been with the, the pro football but yeah when i did it first of all in december you know i was a little bit nervous obviously mm. didn't know what to expect didn't have any clue what was going on um, but once you get into it, honestly, it's it's good fun. And then when I went to Portugal, was it end of last month? Um, and then Mexico a week later, which Mexico, by the way, was that was that was different because it was literally the first day we sat there for six hours. We couldn't go to the toilet. We didn't eat a single bit of food, and it was it was long. Jeez. Luckily, the second day was even longer. But there was a we managed to just sneak off, take a quick piss, and come back. But um. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was fun. Like I generally enjoy it, and it's also fascinating to you. You, you kind of get to know the players a little bit as well, yeah. the different style. I do think the European players are slightly better than the South American players, from what I saw, and I think they will be the favorites to win the world. Um, but yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it. I really have. Like, do you think that esports is has a massive future in PES? Yeah, I, I do. I think it has a. I mean, it's grown. It's huge now, isn't it? It's mm. like billion dollar, emperor, you know, enterprise, whatever. It's massive. It has grown a lot. So I think Konami would be smart. Um, obviously, they have to do it right. You can't put a half-assed, you know, esports mode in there. But 
yeah, I, th- I mean, I wouldn't really play it, but I mean, a lot of people would play uh, that side of thing. I think if they do focus on that, they get it right, mm. then uh, it, it would be a, a big form. Because honestly, the Pez League stuff they do, when you go there and you see it in person, they do a phenomenal job. Mm. You know, mm. they, they really yeah. make it look, and that's why the players go there, they enjoy it. Everyone's buzzing when they, you know, the winners, you can tell the excitement on, on their face of, of going to the finals and stuff. So they, they do a great job if they can get that going in the game properly and make it an official mode, then yeah, they've got huge potential. Mm. What about you, Wes? Would you like like to see them, I suppose, same question to you? As a com- yeah, You've think... obviously competed and played in Pez League as well. Like, is there anything yeah, that yeah. you'd like to see them double down on for the future? I think I think if you if you're gonna put the Pez League mode in, you you need to make it all singing, all dancing. Like mm. at the moment, they've got they've got a practice mode where you can randomly search people. I know you touched on it a moment ago about friendly lobbies, yeah. but you've got no practice arena where you can go. Okay, so I want to go and play uh, Usmaka Bile tonight. Okay, great. Um, we'll, we'll meet up at half seven. We'll get in a party and then we'll invite each other. No such thing happens. Like I was trying to prepare for the, the the last chance final the other day, and it was a case of me and Lazar turning around to each other. Okay, so when you press X, I'll press X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, and then you've got to hope that nobody else is trying to match up. Yeah. And then furthermore, you've then got to hope that the connection doesn't bomb out. Mm. And and you know that butchers people's courtesy ratings. You know, I've seen people, I've seen you know valid Pesley competitors be called cheats or because they've got a B courtesy rating. But the reason they have a B courtesy rating is because they quitting out because they're not getting the people they need yeah, to, to practice, practice against yeah. if you went out to a survey of all the Pez League players that have been there they'll probably tell, if you would turn around to them and say what's the one thing you'd like to, to do I'd say 95% of them will turn around and go give us a practice lobby mm. yeah that's you know, a big thing like it's a massive you know you know um, so yeah I think we'll finish it there boys I don't even know how long we're talking but it feels like feels like about five minutes but it has been longer i presume <laughs> um we could stay talking all night i'm just going to ask you ricky as we we finish this out give me one give me one prediction for e3 that we haven't touched on for pez 2020 give me one prediction i mean i think they'll let's see here maybe special legends will be announced okay i'd say yeah i think they will i think they'll announce some special legends okay that's a nice one yeah my club only or same like kind of master league as well that you'd be able to use in master league as well yeah does anyone use them in master league <laughs> I mean, honestly well, people if i bought a legend in master league i'd be like well, let's see i'm unsubscribing <laughs> too, too unrealistic it's too easy but, uh, yeah it'll probably be the same as they've been doing so a bit of yeah my club if you get him then you can put him in your master league yeah and what about you wes give me a prediction uh, a bold prediction i reckon we will probably i reckon they'll they'll spring a surprise like partner club on us like i know they've already got partner clubs that we've got at the moment but i reckon they'll they'll come out of left field with one and it'll probably be like oh we've got susulo and it'll be like it'll, and it'll probably hit like a damn squib but i reckon <laughs> i reckon there'll be something i reckon there'll be something decent there'll be there'll be something that'll be kind of hidden in there and it'll be like oh yeah by the way we've got this and everyone will go everyone will lose their minds yeah. and then that'll be the hype train off and running it I think I think like especially because as we said earlier it's I've never I've never seen as little like talk like there's literally yeah. nothing like it's uh, even on Twitter even like last year I remember last year this time there was so much details out and so much like leak stuff it's like zero dark 30 at the moment like it's just yeah. so I'm expecting that there I, I'm expecting that it's 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 definitely a planned 
let's wait until E3 and then explode rather than trickle down information, you know, and, and kind of see what see what lands and see what doesn't. I think that they're waiting for E3 to just explode. And one thing I saw somebody say during, during the week as well, um, it was on one of the Facebook posts that we had up on the Pez Universe Facebook, and they were saying that the last two Pez games, like the last, say, we all know that, we all know that the next gen consoles are pretty much going to be here um i mean the ps ps5 and the xbox like it's widely kind of we're probably going to get to see the next xbox at e3 like so mm. next gen is upon us and they were saying that the last two games was like pez 6 which was like on before the next the move to the next gen yeah. and pez 2013 before yeah, we went we to the, the next similar. so we saw the similar so yeah if that's if that's something that we're going to be looking at then it could be that this game is actually like the best of before we jump to the next gen um and regardless of what that brings next year then it's obviously going to be exciting but yeah um i think we'll end it there boys because i'm watching the nba finals tonight i don't know about the rest of you but um no point some of us, some yeah, the Warriors. You know who's gonna just, win it. The Warriors. The Warriors are. Somebody said to me, the Warriors are like if you were to pick the best of Man City, the best of Liverpool, and yeah. the best of fucking uh, ridiculous Real Madrid and Barcelona, and just say right, go out there and just play in the championship. That was that's like like it's Mad. just so but, stacked like. But the Raptors have got Drake front row, so yeah. they'll be fine. There you go. With his two hundred and twenty million <laughs> private plane, do you see that? And with him giving a Dude, him giving fuck. him giving a him giving a back massage to the uh, head coach mid-game yeah uh, i saw that that's brilliant did you see the video oh. of his he's like he bought a plane like there a few weeks back it's like called i don't know drake air or something and it was like 200 <laughs> 220 million and he'd like an instagram video up showing it off like it's like it's just fucking Ridiculous. sick like so something to dream for boys isn't it yeah one day when when when, day. when when ricky is fucking doing the commentating for pez 2023 um we'll see but um and then, and then there's a virtual me in the game to just like you'll be, you'll be like game. you'll be like the you'll be like the analyst assistant or something in like in yeah. game like uh yeah it'll cut, it'll getting cut the tease. yeah yeah i'll be getting the tea i don't mind i don't mind about it'll that cu- it'll cut to me like i'm jeff shreves in the tunnel <laughs> i'll be like the mad fucking i'll be like roy Keane. i'll just be slating everyone but um yeah it's well, two in... feet huh? it's two feet gary it's two feet it's two feet just get out to him oh, it's I, two lo- feet. I, I love that man he just doesn't give a shit but uh yeah we'll end it there so ricky appreciate you taking the time man i know you're yeah. not in long yeah, for thanks work for having me on um, so hopefully maybe after e3 we might get you on again and we can see how right or wrong you were with your prediction but um sounds good yeah we'll do it again sometime obviously and uh weza Appreciate it as well. I know you've got work in the morning. I'm actually off tomorrow, so I'm not too bad. Luckily, but, my uh, boss is. Luckily, my boss isn't in, so we should be alright. Yeah, but you'll still be working as hard as you <laughs> would. Say, if, still, you yeah, know of course. I mean, yeah, I mean if, if he is somehow listening to a Pez Universe podcast at this point, of course I'll be working as hard. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody that doesn't like is going to keep this now as blackmail. Yeah, that's it. And land it on his <laughs> desk someday. But uh, yeah, all right, lads, we'll end it there. Um, I think we're just being on for about like just under an hour it's a so um yeah i've been the midnight kid and uh it's been weza and the true brits so yeah sorry i just after getting tired all of a shot there in the last 10 minutes <laughs> i just hit a wall so like my energy levels are just like oh i don't even want to do an outro so yeah i've been the midnight kid and i'll let the boys say good luck as well
All right, well, thanks for having me on. And, uh, yeah, enjoy E3, and I'll see you guys after. Yeah, peace out, everyone. It's you all, Ricky, you were definitely going to say, don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> don't forget to subscribe and, uh, it actually sounded like, like in your YouTube videos. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> no, well, yeah, oh, obviously, man. to be fair, yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, this is just overrun. I'm sure we could do, I'm sure we could get people to do that. Yeah, don't forget to subscribe to the uh, podcast. Oh, yeah, that too, yeah. But anyway, yeah, let's end it there. Um, I'll talk to you in a bit, boys, and uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Peace.